The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, it is time for the Shopping Trolley Hotline here on the Hard Shoulder with Simon Tierney. Simon, the first edition of the Shopping Trolley Hotline, so you're going to have to explain to people, what are we talking about here? This is a cost of living crisis that we're in, and this is about what you throw in your shopping trolley every week when you're doing your family shop. Why do you throw those things in the shop, and are you making the right choices? It's about... I I find that when I do weekly shop, which is quite rare, but um, when I'm given that responsibility (laughs) um, to do that, it can be quite an impulsive experience, Kieran. You kind of you see the first of what are eight trillion options of the same product, and Mm. you just throw it in the thing. And I think we are becoming a little bit more conscious of the choices that we make. Um, What's interesting for me when I started researching this series is that 15 years ago, well, 17 years ago now, 2005, just 9% of the grocery market was own brand in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Now that figure is 40, almost 47%. So almost half of the grocery market is occupied by the own brand sector. And I assume that's largely driven by Lidl and Aldi. To a, to a large extent. Obviously, yeah. you, you, now, in fairness, Super Value and all these others, they do push their own brand range much more than they used to. But again, that's probably in response to Lidl and Aldi. I think it's also pushed by the fact that people tend, unfortunately, in many respects, to shop in their town centres where smaller shops might be, where you wouldn't have own branded products. And now people are going out to outside their towns, to your Tesco's, to your, to your Super Values, to your Duns, etc. So the, 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 the way we shop has really changed. However, in saying that, the topic that we're discussing for this first edition of the Shopping Trolley Hotline is an interesting one because it's about tea, but there is huge brand loyalty for tea in this country. Incredible. It's, it's something that I find, or at least I found until a couple of days ago, rather bizarre because, like, I have Tesco tea bags at home, yeah. which cost a fraction of the price of the brand new one. And, like, I'm a, more of a coffee guy. So if someone comes in, they're like, I'll have a cup of tea. I'm like, all right, you're one of those then. And I get down the Tesco tea bag because I'm not <laughs> going to invest in your habit. <laughs> all right. But is there a co- is there much of a cost differential? Does this loyalty uh, set people back in the pocket? It really does. I was... To be honest, I was astonished by the price differential with this, right? If you go into one of the leading supermarkets, um, which I did the other day to get the different tea bags. So if you look at a gold blend, which is kind of a, a small step above the, the standard tea, right? If you get a Tesco gold blend, 250 grams, that's going to cost you €1.29. Now, if you get one of the more expensive and indeed one of the more popular brands, which is Barry's, of course, blended and packaged in cork for over a century, that's going to cost you €3.60, right? Wow. That's a €2.31 cent price gap and I did my maths I crunched the numbers Kieran that's I think correct me if I'm wrong 180% more expensive item than the own branded one okay so it, uh, it, it is unequivocal proof uh, undeniable proof uh, that uh, your brand loyalty when it comes to tea is costing you money before we talk about these uh, three cups of tea you have in front of me I, I suspect we're going to do a taste test um, Tesco am I right in thinking the first Tesco product was tea yeah yeah I think that's interesting because we often think about the big giant supermarkets as being rather 
cold and unfriendly own brands in the sense that they don't really have a sense of place. But Tesco, the word Tesco comes from T.E. Uh, Stockwell, uh, who was the supplier of tea to uh, Mr. Cohen, who founded Tesco in the 1920s. And he then put the CO on the end for the first two letters of his surname. So tea is very much in the brand name of Tesco. That's how that company started, was selling tea at a market in Hackney in the 1920s. So when we think that certain brands don't have a particular association with a food type or a drink type, that may not always be the case. Alright, okay, explain our taste test to me now. Okay, I've so got we three got cups, a, one, two and three. We got, I've, you've got three uh, cups in front of you, Kieran. as do I. This is a blind taste test. I'm going to be testing your ability to decipher the colour, the golden hues of these teas, the aroma, which is filling the studio here with us. And you, as you noticed during the ad break there, each tea bag is a different shape, which is really interesting. Square, pyramid and circle. And circle. Okay, so um, these are three different teas that are available in every, in, uh, all over the country and we're going to do a taste test. So let's try number one to start with. Alright, I should say as well, I know so little about tea that uh, knowing the shape of the tea bag means nothing to me. The real tea aficionados now would probably go, oh, I know exactly what that is. But I don't. So this is taste number one. I should say to listeners that we haven't added milk for a purity of taste. Ooh. Like a tea sommelier there, Kim. That tastes like tea? <laughs> I can confirm <laughs> it tastes like tea. That is not coffee, okay. it is tea. Number two. It also tastes like tea. See, this is, I'm, I'm not sure am I the right man to be taste testing tea because I'm not a great tea. I'm like you, Simon. I am a coffee drinker and I find there's a lot of nonsense with tea. Well, there An is, awful I, lot of nonsense. I, but you could say the same thing about wine. Like I spoke to a tea sommelier yesterday down in Kildare, Diane Regal, mm. and she was saying that there isn't a huge amount of difference in the quality of the tea. It's it's about the quality of the reputation. And branding is about reputation. Like when you look at a box of berries, it talks about its history. It's over 100 years old. There's a sense of place. Lions do the same, but of course that's changed over time. Um, how are you finding number three? Uh, is, is number three slightly sharper than number one and two? I definitely I think it is. agree with that. Like for me, number three is sharper, but it's stronger, yeah. I, I would suggest. Yeah, it is a stronger cup of tea. And I know people might say, well, the tea bag was in longer, but it's in both of our cups uh, uh, made separately. We have the same experience. It is sharper and it tastes stronger. Okay, what is that? Which is your favourite? Um, I think I'm going to go with number two. Okay, so number two is the Lions brand. Um, started in Dublin. Uh, it still considers itself, of course, an Irish brand. But in terms of provenance, this brand, is not made or blended in Ireland anymore. Since 1996, it's been owned by Unilever, so it's blended and packaged in the United Kingdom. Number one, did you like? Number one was it was it was no, number one was number two on my list. If that makes okay. sense. Yeah, not to confuse the list. <laughs> number one is uh, Barry's, and number three, the one that you said was the strongest and sharpest flavour. Uh, is the Tesco one. Oh, right. God, so after all of my talk that there's no difference in taste yeah. and that... But uh, I, I really agree with you. I think the, th- the third one, the Tesco one, is the most different. Like, I think... And, and what's interesting least, about that... the least enjoyable, dare I say? It, it, it I is think the, you're inflicting... Yeah, I think yeah. you're inflicting bad tea 
you're imposing bad tea on your house guests. Yes, I think I am. I think you are. Yeah, but I suppose what's interesting about it, like the tea sommelier was saying to me, Kieran, is that because Lyons and Barry's are specifically made for the Irish market, there's something really important about that provenance because it means that it's attuned, it's blended to the Irish palate. And Irish, we tend to sometimes think that Irish and British, that we we all drink similar cups of tea, but we don't. The tea that we drink, the, the blend, that we're always drinking a blend. It's never just one particular tea. It'll yeah. come from um, India, East Africa, uh, etc. Rwanda in particular. But... Um, uh, the the Tesco tea has nothing to do with I- Ireland. It has nothing to do with the Irish palate. It's a tea that is made for the British market that is sold in Ireland. Okay. So there's no consideration for the type of blend that we like here. We we, we we as well, if you order a cup of tea in a cafe or a restaurant here, you will get probably a Lions or a Barry's or something like that. You'll get something equivalent to what's on the table here. In the UK, they will ask what type of tea do you want? Like an Earl Mm. Grey or something like that. And as far as I know, if you want to, it's kind of like builder's tea is how a lot of them would describe the Irish blend of tea when you're in the UK. I just have a builder's tea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people in the UK drink Earl Grey as well, which is a completely different drink. It's so, so different. Oh, it's Um, Now, what I would say is that there are other considerations above taste when you're buying uh, your your box of tea okay. bags for your uh, shopping trolley, Kieran. You know, people think about the carbon footprint of the product that they're buying. They're wondering, are my, am I supporting Irish when I'm buying this? And also, increase. this is becoming an increasing uh, concern, not just for consumers, but also for uh, the companies, particularly Barry's over the last two years, is... Uh, what is the tea bag made of itself? Um, I tore a lot of tea bags apart last night in my house, and it's interesting to see because until a few years ago, a lot of most of the tea bags had plastic in them. Um, people were worried about what they were ingesting, and also it meant that you weren't able to put your tea bag in the brown bin and ultimately into the compost. So it had to go in a regular bin. That's that landscape, that aspect of the tea bag has really changed. So now, you know, your berries and your lions, for example, are 100% biodegradable. Mm. You can put them in the brown bin. And for a lot of shoppers, for people who are listening to this today, that will be something that they're willing to pay a little bit more for. 180% more, according to well, your own maths. So anyway, listen, I think lion's tea, anyway, I picked it out of the lineup. It was that little bit tastier than the others. Flying in the face of my theory that all tea tastes the same. Um, yeah, I know you did a poll quickly before you go. You did ask the nation their favourite cup of tea. the nation, yeah, that poll closed. And I found the, the figures for that really interesting. And I don't, I'm suspicious of the results, Kieran. I don't believe the results. And oh. I'll tell you why. So 61%... All right, all right, Donald Trump, come on. <laughs> yeah. Election. This is electioneering. We need to do this poll again. Um, Barry's was, came out at 61%. Lions at 19%. Um, own brand at 8%. The, the reality in the way we shop doesn't reflect that. I think that people... I think Barry's is an aspirational brand. I think when it come to, comes down to it, that I reckon, because people like you, Kieran, don't know the shape of your tea bags and can't differentiate between them, they could be telling you that they're serving you a cup of Barry's, but are they really? Oh, I see. That's what the real... So that's where the real subterfuge is happening. Listen, uh, uh, Simon, thanks a million for all that. What are we talking about next week? Next in week, the shopping we, trolley hotline? Next 
week we will be testing toilet paper live in studio. Oh, good God. Anyway, Simon <laughs> Tierney will be... I'm not sure if he'll be back. I must talk to the production team about this while I do. Oh, did you not sign off on uh, we, will, we, will, we will take a very quick break and afterwards we'll get all your business news. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.